0: How's going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. If you are new to the Fireside Yankees channel, make sure to drop a like and subscription if you enjoy this video. Today we're talking about the left field position battle and some players making some serious ground in that area. And of course, we have a game today at 1 o'clock against the Braves, I believe. So we got another contest and the Yankees are trying to bounce back. Obviously lost yesterday's game. Doesn't matter. Spring training, the pitching was a little bit wayward, but offensively we look stout. Today we got Carlos Rodon on the mound, our first look at him donning the pinstripes, which is certainly very exciting. So I'm hyped. I'm really, really excited to see this game today, but I'm also excited to talk about this position battle in left field that is certainly starting to get interesting because we have a couple players here that are hitting exceptionally well, much better than Aaron Hicks has looked, even though Hicks has a couple homers to his name already, has had some uh, good moments, but Rafael Ortega, I think it's time we start discussing him as a potential option as a starter in left field because the guy has been electric during spring training. Now, these stats, obviously, against minor league pitch some major league pitchers. There's a lot to kind of discuss about this. And, um, you know, Hicks is going up against the same guys. But Ortega has impressed me sufficiently over the past couple days. But Ryan, before we dive into it, how do you do today, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. You know, kind of looking at what the Yankees have in Rafael Ortega, they have someone who's been able to hit the ball in the air. They have someone who's had a really impressive spring training. Um, you know, looking at Ortega when we first signed him, I was pretty high on the idea of getting Ortega in and bringing him in as someone who could potentially battle for a roster spot because I think his pulled fly ball rates, his performance against right-handed pitching, they're all things the Yankees sort of need. Um, you know, when you look at where the Yankees kind of need some help, it's in the outfield, right? And it's, as you mentioned, at that left field position, Aaron Hicks has certainly made adjustments and it certainly looked good this spring, but, you know, not only are you looking at it from a perspective of, you know, if Aaron Hicks is to falter, um, you know, if someone is to go down with injury, if the Yankees are going to need, you know, just another bat in the lineup, the Yankees are going to just need someone off the bench, you know, Matt Carpenter had really no position on this team. And while I'm not sitting here and saying that Rafael Ortega is going to be Matt Carpenter, um, you'll take above average on offense if you can get it right and if we're taking can give you a 105 to 110 wrc plus and spot starts in the outfield that's a very valuable bench piece right um and yes there is the fact that he cannot be used against lefties he is absolutely useless against left-handed pitching um but i'll take that with the performance you're gonna know you're gonna get from right-handed pitching and quite frankly i think that short porch is perfect for him he loves he, he loves to hit the ball in the air he doesn't really have contact issues which is another thing too where um you know you'll see that he'll go out there and he'll make some really good swing decisions Uh, which I think is really impressive. Personally, on my end, I think he's someone that the Yankees can certainly look at um, to kind of supplement their offense and give them some help if need be. And, And also on top of that, you know, I think a lot of people really overlook just how good um, of a player Ortega was not too long ago. Back in 2021, he really put together a strong season. Um, And if he can repeat something close to that with the Yankees, we're looking at someone who's going to play a massive role on this team. And that's, again, just you you just got to give them a shot at potentially making the roster. They do have one open roster spot that a lot of people are fighting for, but they could open up that other roster spot. I know there was an article that we dropped on Empire Sports Media, which you guys should check out, One Stop shop for New York. Content guys, uh, where you know there's IKF rumors with the Rockies, right? Where they may look the Rockies may be looking externally, right? That could open up another roster spot, and now we're looking at, hey, Ortega can now like really have a good shot to make this roster because right now it looks a little bit muddy.
0: It definitely looks a little bit muddy, like you said. I just wrote an article that the Rockies GM, uh essentially Schmidt, said that they are looking at internal options to solve an infield kind of situation and if they can't find anything there, they're going to ask the Yankees and Brian Cashman um, about some guys that they have interest in. Obviously, IKF, Glaber, Torres stand out as the primary two guys who could be uh, used in a trade situation. But the outfields, left field specifically, let's talk about Rafael Ortega. They, as you said, coming from the Chicago Cubs, 30 years old, a couple years younger than Aaron Hicks, he has shown to be quite an offensive piece, You know, obviously a left-handed hitter. Um, this is definitely an exciting player who is capable of good seasons, right? You know, he interestingly, like his last two years have been a lot better than what it was before then. Um, if you look back at his time uh, in like 2019, 2018, he was getting on base at a sub 300, uh, 30% clip, but then 2021 rolls around, plays 103 games. Chicago gives him an opportunity to start in uh, the outfield and, he ends up hitting 291 with a 36% on base rate. Hits 11 homers with 33 RBIs and 12 uh, stolen bases. Now his strikeout hovers around 20%, 22%, not anything out of this world. Pretty pretty, uh, you know, normal and average. And then you have his walk rate, which ballooned to 12% this past season, which is the highest in his career by a pretty significant margin. So you're seeing his game has gotten better as he's gotten a little bit older. Now his numbers did kind of Uh, level out a little bit more in 2022 with Chicago, hit 241 with a 33% on base rate, seven homers and 35 RBIs over 118 games. But looking at his spring stats so far, right? Only eight at-bats, very small sample size, mind you. So you got to keep that in mind when we're talking about these spring numbers. Uh, But over eight at-bats, he has three hits, three runs, two homers and five RBIs. Hitting 375 with a 50% on base rate, 1.875 OPS, right? This is a player... Who is showing up and showing out for this Yankee team, and is going to make this left field position battle a little bit more interesting? Because right now it seems like Oswaldo Cabrera is being used all around the uh, the team, whether it's infield or the outfield. Ryan, you know. Oswaldo Cabrera's role seems to be more of a utility piece right now. That kind of looks like what the Yankees have in store for him. So I'm actually starting to phase Oswaldo Cabrera out of the left field position battle conversation. And I'm starting to phase Ortega and Willie Calhoun into that position battle a little bit more prominently. Specifically Ortega, who's a little bit better at defensively than Willie Calhoun. But, you know, Willie has been really good offensively for this team at 28 years old. 11 at-bats, 3 runs, 6 hits, a homer, 3 RBIs. He's been solid. But again, can you trust him to play outfield? probably not going to be the best option there Ortega has a little bit more athleticism um, a little bit more experience and you know, he can be an average defensive player so when you're looking at these guys Ryan like what are your thoughts on Oswaldo Cabrera right now kind of util- being utilized as a super utility option we hoped and preferred um, him to be in this upcoming season and do you think he's still kind of in the mix there or do you think he's kind of being used in a different way
1: Yeah, so the way I look at, um, you know, Ortega, Cabrera, these type of guys is, you know, as you mentioned, I'm phasing Cabrera out of left field conversation, not because he's not good, he's had a pretty good spring, but because quite frankly, I love the utility, I love putting him at different positions, I love having him at second and third and short, left, right, wherever the Yankees may need him, I think Aaron Boone just said he might play a game in center field this spring training, right, and as well Cabrera said in in that that in-game interview with Ryan Rucco, uh, that he loves playing, he, he would love to play center field, so this is a dude who plays all over, and I think that that's part of his value and that's part of his game so the Yankees shouldn't take that away from him um, but as for the other guys you mentioned in Calhoun, Ortega, Hicks you know Hicks is going to be the probably the starting left fielder. He's probably the guy who's the best balance between defense and offense at the position. Um, But when you look at Ortega, right, and and Calhoun, these guys, as you mentioned, have hit the ball really well. Ortega's averaging 93.4 miles an hour on his exit velocity uh, this spring, which again, small sample size, you know, a lot of those batted balls ended up going for home runs. So of course they're going to be hit harder Um, during the regular season. You can naturally regress that number. Um, But to see him hitting the ball well and hitting the ball hard this early on in spring is encouraging. Um, You know, end of the day, you know, I I realize it's hypocritical for me to say, you know, wins don't matter in spring training or losses don't matter. or OPS doesn't matter. And then start citing spring training stats, but it's better to do good than do bad in spring training, right? Like that's naturally like that's kind of a good rule of thumb, um, but doing poorly shouldn't always reflect on your talent level in spring training, but there are some things you can pull out, right? Which is again, exit velocities, hitting the ball hard, making good swing decisions, right? Those are things that are just universal, right? When you do that, if you hit the ball hard, you're probably gonna hit the ball, hit the ball hard over any sample size you play, right? As long as it's a decently large one. Um, and end of the day, Ortega is showing me that he's doing things offensively that are going to get him in the lineup, that are go- that should get him on this roster, right? if we're pulling the 26 best guys and we're going and we're saying, you know, spring training, we're evaluating that, you know, we're looking at past career trends. We're really taking a look at all these things. Um, Would Ortega not be someone that you're going to put on this roster, right? Like based on those, based on kind of how we evaluate spring training, right, he should be on this roster. So the way I look at it, he's done his part, right? Now it's a matter of number one, him him uh, maintaining that and consistently performing at that level. And then number two, the Yankees figuring out the roster spot situation for him. So, you know, I I think he's really pushed him self into the conversation. I think that I'm really excited to see what he can give the Yankees over a full season. End of the day, man, he's the type of hitter the Yankees are looking for. You mentioned good walk rates. The strikeout rates aren't horrible, right? We're not looking at a guy who's going to strike out 25, 26% of the time. We're looking at a guy who's going to strike out 20% of the time and walk 10% of the time, pull a bunch of fly balls, get me a couple home runs. And it's not hard to see how this guy could put up an above average offensive season with the Yankees this year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, this is a position that's going to continue unfolding as we both kind of reference spring stats. It's better to have good ones than bad ones. A lot of people will say, you know, spring stats don't mean anything. You know, it's it's irrelevant, but I'd argue they're very relevant. You know, this is showing a player um, that is getting hot at the right time that is rising to the occasion. You know, a lot of these prospects, you know, we, we've talked extensively about Jason Dominguez and Anthony Volpe and Oswald Peraza all having very, very good springs. Um, and you know, regarding Volpe, Aaron Boone said yesterday they have their eyes on him. They're keeping their eyes on Volpe, and he, he could make a, a low-key push here for a 26-man roster spot. Now, still think that he's going to land in AAA because they have a kind of a situation unfolding in the infield, but as I mentioned before, Rockies, Dodgers, somebody could come in and ask for an infielder from the Yankees, and I think they're going to be willing to move one of those guys, whether it's Glaber or IKF, and the only thing is, is... If the Yankees aren't willing to offer Volpe an everyday role right now, it's better to keep him in AAA where he can continue developing and maintaining his service time. Um, So that's kind of how we both feel this is going to unfold. But that doesn't mean that Volpe isn't ready now. He looks like he's ready to make the jump. Defensively, he's been smooth, efficient in that regard. Offensively, the guy hits. Even when he's getting out, he had that liner to the third base yesterday. Absolute screamer. Nice play by the third baseman. But he's making great contact. He hustles. He shows the energy you want. He's the type of player that when he has a challenge in front of him, he goes balls to the wall to achieve it, right? His current challenge is getting on an MLB roster, getting on that Yankee roster. Um, and I think he's going to achieve that some point this upcoming year, obviously. But I'm excited, man. Left field definitely is unfolding uh, in a – kind of peculiar way. I didn't expect Willie and Ortega to be performing as well as they are. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera kind of falling back into that utility role that we hoped he would be in, so it's really nice to see the Yankees are kind of uh, following following suit in that regard. Um, But Ortega right now, I think I have him as my preferred left fielder comparably um to Aaron Hicks and Willie Calhoun now it seems like the Yankees are still very much committed to Aaron Hicks but I'll ask you this Ryan before we wrap up here when you're looking at Ortega what do you think the percentage is that he wins this battle like would you say it's like 50-50 between him and Aaron Hicks or do you think it's like Aaron Hicks 75% maybe Ortega 25% I think Ortega does land a roster spot at the very least
1: yeah, I think that 75-25 split is a lot more accurate than the 50-50. Um, the Yankees, I think, like Aaron Hicks' defense in left field. I think they're unsure about what Ortega would look like in left field at Yankee Stadium, which I, I inherently can understand. Um, you know, and again, you know, it's not like both of them are coming off of, you know, either of them are coming off of a remarkable offensive seasons last year, right? Ortega is inherently a project, a flyer. There's a reason he took a minor league deal with a, with a roster invite to, with a non-roster invite to spring training, um, you know. The way I look at it is Aaron Hicks is probably giving me the safer outcome in terms of like, you know, what I can expect day to day. I know what I'm going to get from Aaron Hicks or take it can be a little bit of a wild card just because, you know, you can go out next year and put up like a 90 WRC plus like it did last year, which is the same as Aaron Hicks and be a poor defender. And you're like, all right, well, there's not really much value for this guy. Um but there's also that outcome where, you know, he's more like his 2021 self, where, you know, he's hitting the ball well. And the, the big issue here, of course, is that you can't really start him full time because he can't hit really well against lefties. Um, whereas Hicks, you can kind of start him full time and you don't care what type of pitching he's facing. He's going to just do what he normally does. Um, but end of the day, you know, as, as you mentioned, you know, I I think Ortega should get a roster spot just kind of based on what we've seen so far. I was high on him coming into spring training. I thought, you know, this is a guy who can be a good bench bat for the Yankees. Um, and you know, if the Yankees want to do a platoon even right, if the Yankees want to have, uh, you know, Ortega against right-handed pitching and Hicks against left-handed pitching that could certainly work. Um, if it really comes down to it, right. You know, I would take a good platoon over, you know, kind of just not knowing what you have in left field. Uh, if that's your short term solution, um, you know, even if it means that that's the way the Yankees go for the whole year if it means that they invest in a different position a lot more I'm for it you know the end of the day I just want the Yankees to produce the position and I'm uh open to any and all ideas for them to produce at said position
0: Absolutely. I'm hyped, guys. I'd love to hear your perspectives and thoughts below in the YouTube comments. As always, my friends, make sure to like and subscribe and enjoy today's game. We got you on the recap afterward, written and video formats. And, of course, we'll be posting highlights throughout on the YouTube. So we appreciate the love, as always. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.